It's the Real Estate of Life with Kevin Riles. This is your boy, Kevin Riles. And um, this week, I want to talk to you about finding your passion. Um, we are about to enter into a new decade in 2020. We're taping this in uh, December of 2019. And so I'm spending some time uh, planning my next year. And, and I want to be intentional next year about uh, really doing some things towards my passion. So I want to take you through that journey with me. I'm, I'm going to do a live uh, reading through a, a passion test and, and tell you my innermost secrets about my passion. So with that being said, Mr. DJ, will you please hit that music? I hope that's your passion. Hit that music, please. Support for this program comes from the Digital Broadcasting Network, presenting podcasts and web series from everyday people who have an extraordinary passion to make the world a better place. Hey, welcome to this week's The Real Estate of Life with Kevin Riles. I'm your host, Kevin Riles, and um, we're taping this in December of 2020, I'm sorry, December 20, December of 2019. And the reason I said 2020 is because that's what's on my mind. Um, I don't know if you realize that once it passes over from 19 to 20, we are in a new decade. Uh, and so um, a lot of stuff has been on my mind uh, personally lately. And remember, this is the real estate of life. So yes, most of the time I talk about real estate, but today, I want to talk about life, uh, and I want to specifically talk about um, how to find your passion or finding your passion. Uh, that has been on my mind. It's been one of my life's journeys to, to get closer and closer to doing what I'm passionate about. And although I know I have a lot of real estate investors out there and very um, type A personalities that, that maybe only want information about the technical nature of real estate and, and information, uh, and trust me, I think I give you quite a bit of that. I, I wanted to spend today's podcast on talking about finding uh, your passion. And the reason I think that that is important is that we only get one life. And I feel like your uh, life should be spent as much as possible within your passion. So as I've said on this podcast before, um, we are in a situation where real estate really is a tool uh, or really money in general, but real estate specifically is a tool for us to be able to free up time so that we can uh, do more within what God has put us on this earth uh, to, to do. And so because of that, I want to spend today on finding your passion. The reason I think it's important at this time of the year specifically is that December is typically when most goal-oriented people start uh, planning as to what they are interested in doing for the following year, whether you want to call them resolutions or goals or things that you want to achieve. Um, December, November, December time frame is usually when people start planning for 2020. I know that's when I do. Uh, and so uh, this year I plan to take, uh, be more intentional uh, around my goals, around uh, passion. And so sometimes I have to kind of try to remind myself of what my passions are. And so I talk to, I teach at uh, Prairie View A&M University, shout out to PV. Uh, and when I talk to my graduate students, I always, when they're trying to figure out what they want to do with their life, and uh, I always ask them, well, what are you passionate about? And I found that that's a difficult question for people to, ask, to answer because a lot of people don't spend their time thinking about what they're passionate about passionate about they think about obviously at that age especially you know what forget what I'm passionate about what can I make money at and I completely understand that in fact um, 
uh, Dr. Stanley, uh, uh, he says, uh, and I said, Dr. Stanley is a, a, a well-known uh, minister, uh, TV evangelist, I guess you could call him, uh, says that you can't be passionate uh, homeless in, in homelessness. You, you have to take care of your needs first. So I, I understand. He specifically says it's hard to be passionate if you're living in a tent. <laughs> you need to be able to make some money to be able to, to, to do those things. And so that to me is what uh, money and real estate, the wealth that um, I'm trying to provide for my family and help my clients get uh, does. It frees you up to be able to pursue those uh, passions. So this is in one way, shape or form um, real estate related. But again, this is the real estate of life. And I wanted to talk to you about finding your passion. So when I talk to these graduate students or when I talk to people in general, a lot of times I end up in this conversation with my clients. Um, you know, we'll say, well, how do you find you? What do, what do you do to find your, uh, is there a test out there? Is there some type of uh, uh, tool that will allow me to assist to do that? And so I have found uh, about three or four tools uh, uh, that can kind of lead you in that direction. And I'm sure you can as well. So uh, one of the tools I found uh, was, um, and I haven't read the book, but I've, I've been looking, um, probably going to read it over December, um, is a book called The Passion Test, The Eff Effortless Path to Discovering Your Life's Purpose. Uh, and that's by um, uh, Janet Atwood and Chris Atwood. And so one of the things that they do, it, there's an actual test that you can take uh, and you can look it up online, the passion test. Uh, but they have a couple of other kind of exercises. And I pulled one out today that I just kind of wanted to go over. Um, and it's, it's a, um, a passion hexagon. Uh, and it has 10 uh, hexagons around a circle. And, and I have uh, sent it to Mr. Producer so he can put it up in the show notes. So if you go under the show notes under this uh, Find Your Passion uh, podcast, you can uh, check this out. And I just highly recommend in some quiet time and your coffee time um, during these holidays, uh, you know, uh, maybe not around family, that you just take this out and, uh, you know, try to do these exercises. So I'm going to do it here with you. There are 10 questions or 10 sentences that they want you to finish um, in order to try to determine what your passion is. So I'm going to do it live. Well, not live. Y'all are looking at this or listening to this taped. Uh, but I'm going to do it right here without any precursor or practice uh, so that you can kind of get a sense of how this process works. And so what they ask you to do uh, is that they ask um, for me to complete this hexagon uh, and uh, finish the sentences that are a part of this hexagon. Uh, so I'm going to do the first part of the exercise. The second part is once you finish these sentences is that you go uh, uh, one by one and say which one is better than the other so you can narrow it down to maybe four or five and then you continue to narrow it down uh, to, uh, to get to your ultimate passion. So uh, hexagon number one or, or step number one says, when I was a kid, I dreamed of blank. When I was a kid, I dreamed of blank. And so uh, when I was a kid, I dreamed of, um, I had a consistent dream, uh, no matter how most of my dreams, I always imagined myself, if I close my eyes now, I still see it, I still dream about it, being in front of a crowd up on a stage uh, with people in the audience and a mic in front of me. So just like for those of you that are watching this, uh, podcast, you see this mic in front of my face. Uh, I, if I close my eyes, I think of that, uh, and I see seats in an auditorium, uh, and it's always in one context or another. But that's what I dreamed of as a child, and still dream of is a mic, a crowd, uh, and I guess you guys were thinking, well, hey, you know, 
you have a mic in front of you. Uh, and although I love this podcast and I'm looking into the camera and love those of you that are out there, I love being at a live audience talking pretty much about anything. I guess maybe I'm a ham and some of you may think this is a little, you know, egocentric and it honestly it is because this is about me. Uh, so, and that sounded really arrogant, but it's true. Uh, so when I was a kid, I dreamed of being in front of a crowd. So that's, that's number one. So if I was filling this out, I would write down being in front of a crowd with a mic uh, in an auditorium. Uh, number two, I can't pass up a book or a movie about, uh, typically my book or movies are, I love um, autobiographies of great figures in history. I love uh, uh, autobiographies of people that, not necessarily in history, but have had interesting lives. So I love movies and books. I just went and saw Harriet uh, with uh, my, I took my graduate school class because I'm teaching leadership uh, this semester. Took them to see Harriet. So that was really interesting to me because there were some things in that movie uh, or about her that I did not know. I didn't know she died in 1913. Uh, as well. For some reason, I had her much older uh, than that. So uh, I love autobiographies. Uh, I'm an avid audible listener slash reader. Uh, And so most of I just finished uh, an autobiography called Educated about a young lady who grew up in the um, Appalachian Mountains and didn't have formal education and went on to get her Ph.D., um, and so uh, I just love autobiographies. Uh, I listened to Becoming with Michelle Obama. Um, and so, again, I, I love autobiographies. So that's number two. So uh, number three is if I played hooky from work for a week, uh, I'd spend the time, first and foremost, to be honest with you, I spend the time sleeping because I'm tired right now. It's just the end of the year. I'm just trying to get through this thing. Uh, but if I was had full energy, I would probably spend that time, honestly, um, just – uh, uh, not only resting, but reading autobiographies, listening to autobiographies, and thinking of ways to communicate and teach and coach and, and counsel. Those are the things I, I like doing. I love communicating. I love teaching, as you guys probably have figured out with this podcast. I love coaching. I love uh, counseling folks. And so I will be trying to figure out a way I could do that and, st- un- and, and, and still make money to, to support my family. Uh, number four, most people don't know this about me, but I really enjoy – um, that's a hard one for me to answer because I think most people that know me know that I like being in front and talking and being the life of the party and things of that nature. So um, I, maybe people don't know I'm probably a lot more serious than I come off uh, as. But uh, I think, again, going back to that coaching, teaching, preaching, uh, counseling, um, you know, if 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 you're new to me, you might not know that, but it seems to be that I always end up in that role in, in, in any situation, whether it be real estate or just general friendship in, in life. Number five, I am, on the, uh, I am the go-to person when my friends need help with anything. I'm the counselor. I've been the counselor since, uh, I've known Mr. Producer since ninth grade, I think. Um, and uh, I can remember back in the day when we used to have our own phone lines in the house, that was a big thing. Uh, and you know, I used to be liking these girls and I would think they liked me, but they were calling to find out, you know, uh, get my opinion on my counsel on if they was dating Mr. Producer, which they should do. And I'm thinking like, well, I don't care about Mr. Producer. What about, you know, what about me? So I became everybody's, for those of you looking on video, I became everybody's brother, uh, which is the, the friend zone, uh, the more modern friend zone. But, I say that to say that I am always sought out for counseling, uh, um, to, even to sometimes with people that I just met. I, I'm, there's something about my spirit that gives off that people trust me to talk to uh, and to counsel, and I enjoy doing it. 
Uh, I'm not a formal counselor. I don't have formal training, but I guess I'm, uh, I must have a spirit or natural inclination for it because I get those phone calls and texts. Hey, can we just have coffee? I need to talk to you all the time. And so, and, and I enjoy it. So I'm the go-to person for my friends and family uh, as far as counseling is concerned. Number six, if I could star in my own how-to show, how-to TV show, uh, it would be about, it would honestly, it would be about what I'm talking about right now, finding your passion. I think that that is something that we do not spend time on. I think that is something that we should have formal education around, probably around the sixth, seventh grade when we're starting to kind of try to figure out what we want to do with our lives and what we want to be. Uh, I would want to be, uh, I, I would want a TV show around finding your passion, um, you know, talking to people and, and giving them kind of honestly, uh, Oprah's uh, Sunday um, show, I think it's called Sun, oh, not Sunday Lessons. Uh, I can't remember what it's actually called, but it comes on Sundays, usually between 10 and 12 on her, on her network. That I would do that. I would interview people about um, success and, and their versions of, of life and, and passion and their struggles. Uh, I would really uh, uh, in, enjoy doing that. that. That would be my ultimate, ultimate uh, TV show, how-to TV show. Number seven, if I were to make a homemade gift, it would involve it would involve something with like motivational quotes on it. I just bought some art from Iconic, uh, I K O N I K, uh, for my office that has all these different motivational quotes and stuff like that. So, um, do I look at it all the time? No, but every once in a while I'll look up and, and one of the quotes will kind of catch my eye. And it'll give me a kind of push to kind of get through a tough day or just get through the day. So if I were to make a homemade gift, it would be something around some level of motivation or keep your head up and just an encourager. That's another spirit that I have is I'm, I'm definitely an encourager. Uh, so that's number seven. Number eight, uh, I've tried it only once or twice, uh, but I really enjoy. Man, I've tried it only once or twice, but I really enjoy. Um I, 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 I've tried to make a business out of speaking, uh, motivational speaking, inspirational speaking, uh, and for whatever reason, and I'm, I'm confessing on the air here, uh, that uh, I have some fear to, when it comes to that because every time I try it wholeheartedly, it affects my real estate business uh, in, in a negative way, at least the, the one time that I can distinctly remember. Um, but that one time was also in 2007 when the market was horrible. So it probably had nothing to do with me uh, wanting to do speaking and counseling and coaching. Uh, it was more so the market. But, uh, yeah, if if I um, I enjoy doing that, trying to come up with content and curriculum uh, and then trying to figure out how to deliver that content and curriculum. Uh, and I think my issue has been, uh, as I do this exercise for real now, has been worrying about um, being compensated for it. And, of course, I would love to be compensated for something that you're passionate about. But at this point, you know, I've been blessed to be successful in real estate, and I really just need to concentrate on on scratching that itch on a consistent basis. And I'm sure if you're, if you're doing something you're passionate about, it, it's your God-given calling. Uh, I do believe that your money – will come in some way, shape, or form. And so uh, I need to be wary of that. And so I don't know why this is this is like a podcast for counseling session for me. It's like y'all listening to a counseling session for me, but hope this is helping somebody. Number nine, the closest I come to a runner's high 
is when I am on stage in front of a mic or I'm, I'm, I'm motivated. There's no doubt about it. There's no feeling that I get as, as close as this mic is to me now and I'm in this podcast room and it's just me and Mr. Producer. You know, that scratches a little bit of the itch, but being up in front of a crowd and the larger, the better. Uh, if it's 10,000, I, I can go at 10,000. Uh, if it's 500, I can go with 500. I, I enjoy that. Some of it, again, is selfishness just because I guess maybe I like being the center of attention. But I honestly feel that that's where I literally feel a, a light coming out of me uh, when I am uh, up there. And so runners high, for those of you that might not be familiar, that um, runners get endorphins uh, and can get a runner's high where they just kind of feel stronger and they can push through. And it's, it's a, literally a high. Uh, from those endorphins. So I get those endorphins from from speaking and, and sewing into people and being encouraging. Uh, that's what I truly, truly, uh, truly enjoy. And finally, number 10 says, if I won first prize in a talent show, it would be for, I guess y'all see a theme here, speaking, encouraging, uh, coaching. Um, uh, if I was a, a great orator, uh, and I don't necessarily mean in, in energy and, and jumping around the stage, but that I've delivered uh, to some uh, one, some level of encouragement uh, for them to live their best lives. And so what I'm supposed to do now with this find your passion exercise is I would have written those things down and then I would have gone through each hexagon and compared it to the next one uh, and gone through where I narrowed that down to five or four uh, things. And I would continue that until I could get to uh, one. And so I'm pretty sure, well, I, I know what my passions are or my passion is, and that is, again, being um, an encourager, a coach, a counselor, um, and, um, you know, speaking truth to, to those, uh, letting them know that, you know, things will, will can get better and will be better, and then motivating those that are maybe already motivated. And so those are that is what I've always enjoyed doing. Um, probably the first time I noticed that was probably in college. Uh, and I will say this when you're uh, trying to find your passion, your life gives you clues, whether you know it or not. You you're you cannot deny your passion because you always seek it out, even if you seek it out subconsciously. Uh, and I've always sought out opportunities for me to be able to do the things I'm talking about, which is coaching, you know, speaking, things of that nature. When I worked in corporate, I would volunteer for our nonprofit stuff and go around to everyone's office raising money for uh, United Way. Uh, I was the recruiting coordinator, so that allowed me to get up in front of the entire company and talk about in other colleges and talk about um, the the things that we did at, at that particular company. In my real estate business, my real estate business, I think, has been a success because uh, I um, make money through um, my marketing strategy, I should say, is a consultant and educator. And so I do seminars. And I do this podcast. So it, it oozes out of me. Uh, and uh, I just would love to be in a situation where that is the uh, primary thing that I'm doing while my real estate takes care of my uh, rest of my life. And so I hope in this 2020 new decade, new you, uh, that you will do this exercise or do some level of exercise and, and be intentional about finding your passion. I hope that this me going through this uh, on this podcast will inspire just even one of you uh, to go and look and try to be intentional about finding your passion. So that is this week's Real Estate of Life with Kevin Rouse. I hope that you will go out and find your passion. Check our show notes for a copy of this um, 
form so that you could possibly take this on your own and email me back. I would love to somebody. In fact, I'm, I'm a, this is a request. Uh, email me at Kevin at Kevin Kevin at Kevin Let me know you took the passion test. Let me know what your thoughts are. I'd really love to hear some feedback on this one. I know that typically when we do life related um, podcasts, we, we don't have as many downloads. I acknowledge that, you know, most of you want my real estate knowledge, not my life knowledge, but I'm giving it to you anyway. All right. So with that being said, I will see you guys next week. Hey, thanks for listening as always. Do you have questions about any of the topics I'm talking about? If you have questions, let me know. Email me at Kevin at KevinRiles.com. Again, that's Kevin at KevinRiles.com. I'm going to do a podcast just on the questions uh, that you guys are sending me. So feel free to send them to me. Again, that's Kevin at KevinRiles.com. 